This is Jack Dempsey. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Virtual Dopeness. This is your friendly neighborhood podcast host, PJ Alex. And today we have a treat for you. This is a very special episode. We have a friend of the show, former co-host, and man of the hour and extraordinaire, because I get to finally interview him about what he does for a living and something that he has put a lot of time and energy and passion into. So we today we'll be talking about NBA Live. 19, the newest game from basketball game from EA Sports, and the arrival to another game that is out there. And we just, I ain't gonna say their name. Shall not be mentioned. (laughs) Shall not be mentioned, but we have our man. uh, I I don't know if you wanna go by your old moniker, if you wanna go with your real name, what you wanna do. It don't matter, man. (laughs) HR Paper Stacks, aka Swerve Gotti, aka Lewis Rich. A.K.A. Horse Choker. You know the man. Shampoo Knuckles, the golden bracelets. Holla at your boy. Welcome back, on, sir. Welcome back. Welcome yeah, back a thousand man, times. Yeah, gone too long. <laughs> gone too long. Yeah, man. And it just, in my opinion, it hasn't been the same without you. But that's... I appreciate that. Neither man. here nor there. We know life is busy as fuck. I mean, life <laughs> keep grinding regardless, man. The show don't stop just because I'm, I'm busy. And so I'm glad that y'all... Y'all doing your thing out here. I'm just glad to be back. It's cool to be a guest now. Good stuff. Good stuff. So welcome. Yeah. And so let's get let's get down to it. Uh, you, uh, what, when did the game release? NBA Live 19. You have worked on this game. You are actually. Um, I don't know. Uh, is there anything we can't say? No, the game's out this there. It's okay. out there. Out there. Go buy it now. Go buy like 12 copies. <laughs> Send them to all your friends. Your homeboys, your homegirls, because you know you can make a female character now. Like, just everybody, go play it. Very cool. And then, like, this has been the cool thing for me is that now, with the integration, we can even get right into that of the WNBA. It adds another layer to the game. Yeah. So, it's uh, it's cool, man. I don't know, like, it's it's weird being being on this side of it and seeing, like, just how important and impactful it is to have that diversity and that uh representation there's been like tons of people that have been like yo i'm gonna get it for my daughter i'm gonna get it for you know what i'm saying my niece she loves the WNBA, or you know what i'm saying we we've been to games together and now i get to like share video games with her now and i just think that's pretty cool and then honestly even just seeing the people uh, we have so we work with some influencers on instagram and youtube um one of which is like a, a Brittany Elena or like even like a actual WNBA uh, player like Candace Parker, seeing them just being able to like talk about the game and then see themselves in the game for the first time. It's like, yo, that's dope. Cause even just two, three years ago, you know what I'm saying? We couldn't do that. So. That's, that's actually really fire. So let's, let's take a step back for a second um, and go through kind of the, the, the entomology of how we got here with NBA live. So personally, I know you and a lot of us, we were all fans of the game and played NBA Live for many years. So, um, what has happened? Real funny? You yeah, know what's real funny is I wasn't an NBA Live fan when I was a kid. <laughs> I, actually, I actually played a ton of 2K. And it wasn't until I came to, to EA and it was NBA Live 10 
with Dwight Howard on the cover mm-hmm. that I was like, yo, like NBA Live is like dope. Like I remember <laughs> being in the in the dorms and seeing the guys playing it, whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's the that's that's the worst of the two games, and 2K was just kind of like the the underdog. And it's funny how like the tables have turned, but it, I don't know. I I I get what you say. I know there's definitely a, a history there, and at one point, at one point, live was the quintessential basketball game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know there was a couple years that it kind of took a hiatus, and yeah. then um, what? <laughs> lots of stuff, lots of stuff going on behind the scenes that we can't talk about. But gotcha. Uh, just yeah, just understand that. Um, how can I say this and not put myself in jeopardy? Uh, <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> gen- gener- generally, generally speaking, when when stuff goes awry, it's not because of the boots on the ground. It's because of the leadership at the top making interesting decisions. And so I will say that for the few years when we were down, and I say like we as a company, I wasn't um, part of the team for those some of those uh, really really bad years. Uh, yeah, it was just a lot of a lot of decisions being made. Politics, um, politics, exactly, exactly. And obviously, now we're trying to change the culture, making decisions based on you know, a we got a lot of people in positions of leadership uh, that understand basketball culture and pop culture a lot better than than those years. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Like it kind of starts at the top and then kind of permeates down through the rest of the team to the point where now we've got like a a culture on the floor where we realize like, yo, we're on we're on the come up. We got people scared. We got people who are like actually taking notice of us. So. And that's super dope. And I, you can tell that the tables have switched a lot. Where mm-hmm. it was just like before, live was the premier game and two K was the underdog. Now it's switched a lot. Where two K is the the premier game that everybody's looking to and all the buzz comes about but there's a lot of people who are slowly like yo live has got some cool stuff and live is playing dope and i'm enjoying this more and more so it's it's cool to see that happen and it's always and as a as a philadelphia eagles fan it's always cool to be the underdog (laughs) it is it is because i don't know i've always i like i like to compete personally Mm-hmm. And so the fact that we are here and we scrapping, and I always tell people we we doing a lot with little. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have the same budgets as like a FIFA or or Madden, but what we do have, we have a bunch of like passionate people that's out here trying to, like I said, trying to change change the change the culture, change the perception, and you see it. You see it now if you go on Reddit or you go on uh, like the different forums. You can hear people talking about 2K, and, man, it's getting kind of stagnant. It's kind of stale. It's kind of the same game over and over again. They're just pushing out roster updates. Versus us, they're like, yo, like, live is doing new stuff. They're trying new things. And that that's cool with being an underdog. You have that uh, freedom to try a bunch of stuff versus being, like, the the behemoth. You know what I'm saying? The, yeah, and you don't want to piss Goliath. off. You, you yeah, don't want to exactly. piss off your core fans too by doing too much, and it, it limits your creativity. Even worse, you don't want to piss off them shareholders, and I feel oh, like yeah. that's kind of the, the reason why Two K is going the direction they're going. Is they don't really, as as much as it pains me to say, they don't care about their fans as much as they care about you know the the shareholders, and so they're doing everything they can to wring every every dollar, every cent they can out of their fan base, and it shows. Yeah, and that was one of the main things. Like I've been watching some of the uh, review videos from other the the big YouTubers and stuff. 
that review either both mainly sports games or review um, video games in general. And a lot of them are saying that that's something they're super echoing is that with these last two kind of versions of 2K, it's been um, they've been doing things to to squeeze money, gouge money. Mm-hmm. that are unfair to their fans that are just pissing them off. And that's a perfect time to come in and say, oh, well, we also have this other option. Yeah, like, exactly. We're just, we're, exactly. We're just trying to position ourselves as, as the alternative. You already paid 60 bucks for a game. You shouldn't have to pay another $50 just to just to get to your, just to get your character to the point where you can then enjoy the game of basketball. You know what I'm saying? You should exactly. be able to enjoy it from the word jump after, you, after you've invested <laughs> however much in it already. So. Definitely, definitely. So, let's talk about the game. Let's talk about what's uh, new in between uh, 18 and 19 and some of the new stuff that is is cool. And before we get there, I just wanted to put a cap on that last point where you're talking about passionate people. You can tell within this game, um, just from playing it and and just kind of getting into it more and more, you can tell it's one, people who are passionate about the culture of basketball, but it's also people who who know what people want. Like when mm-hmm. it's little things within the game that I'm telling that are like, yo, this is really cool that you're able to interact this way or get this, or you see like a news update within, within the show. And you're within, after you complete a, a game or something like that. And you're like, yo, this mm-hmm. is really cool that you're talking, that they, they're able to put something in here talking about us. Yeah. So, uh. I don't know, like, you bring up a good point. That's one of the the major focuses, I guess, for us um, when we're designing. Uh, The one is, A, like, a story that focuses on you and not necessarily, like, we don't want to tell somebody else's story. You know what I'm saying? We're we're trying as hard as we can to tell your story and let you um, dictate where, you know what I'm saying, your character goes versus um, the competition, which, you know, is more focused on giving you a very... Uh, well presented, you know, uh, cinematic uh, story that is pre-written that to the point where they give you uh, a nickname that has literally no connection to to yourself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then to your other point is about like listening to the fans. Like that's pre- that's probably where like a, a vast majority of our uh, designs at least start out from. It's just listening to the community and listening to what they're telling us. This is what we want. It would be cool if this. It would be cool if that. And trying to trying to take that and and run with it and then build something that the fans themselves have have been asking for versus always doing stuff that that we want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's funny because as game designers, you have ideas and there's things that you want to do because you think it would be cool. But if the community don't mess with it, then you know, it doesn't it doesn't belong in the product. It, it's not unless the community actually says like, "Yo, we would like it if y'all did this." That it should probably make the cut. But that's yeah, that's, that's kind of how we how we approach it. That's that's real and that's super dope. So, and then the fact that the community now knows that oh, these guys listen, it's going to be a big thing where you can be like, oh, we f with them because yeah, they they listen to what we have to say. So right. that's extremely yeah. cool. That's something uh, I think some politicians could learn from as well. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we'll leave that. The people ask for, and, you know, what I'm saying they'll, they'll pay you back. There you go. So, um, so getting into the game. So, what uh, 
what are some of the new features in 19 compared to 18? Uh, so on the gameplay side, and I, and to be fair, I am a modes designer, so uh, that's where most of my time time lives. But uh, from a gameplay side, which is where, where most people will care about, uh, the biggest thing this year is a feature they called uh, RPM or real player motion. Uh, and basically, it's just a, a way to get the players to move uh, more realistically, um, blend between animations better. Uh, you'll see a lot of different type of post-basket interactions that weren't possible before. Uh, after a player makes a layup, they might slam into the, the basket stanchion or they might slide into a camera person that's sitting next to, uh, sitting on the sideline. Uh, they can hit a fadeaway and then fall into the crowd or fall into their bench, um, which are a bunch of little like nuanced things that you know wasn't possible uh, even in, in 18. Uh, not to mention you'll see players when they're playing on offense or defense, just the steps that they take and the way the crossovers kind of blend together or crossover blends into uh, a layup or a Euro step. It just looks better. And so it's one of those things that it's really hard to explain with words. And mm-hmm. honestly, it's hard to, it's hard to feel it. I think with like a two minute, a two minute demo, it's not until you've been playing it for a while that you realize that, yo, like, this is really good. Like everything just kind of like feels right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of like the, the biggest, the biggest difference between 18 and 19 from a gameplay side. And then on the, the mode side, we spent obviously uh, more time working on the one, which is our create player mode um, focused on, on you going through uh, the rise where you're playing through these street ball, street ball tournaments on your way to either go into the combine uh, or the, uh, or the other mode, which is our Prime World Tour, which is basically like your your street ball career, if that's the direction you want to go. Um, we also added a new mode called Court Battles, mm-hmm. um, which basically allows you to collect these different NBA players uh, and build your squad to take on other people's teams in like an asynchronous kind of like head-to-head uh, sort of mode, where I'm not necessarily playing you, but I'm playing the team that you built and uh, – with that team that you built, you can set, these are the rules that I want to have. So it's not just traditional um, 5v5, uh, twos and threes. You could play, make it, take it to 11. You could play games where three-pointers are worth four points. You could play games where dunks are worth five or blocks are worth points or assists are worth points, stuff like that. Um, and then by putting that together, that's kind of almost like a tower defense type of deal. And then you uh, play and you try to take over as many people's courts as you can for a, a bigger a bigger reward at the end of a campaign. Um, yeah, man, that's that's kind of like the, the probably the biggest uh, modes difference. I, I don't know. It's, it's been getting a lot of positive feedback. It's, it's something that you wouldn't necessarily expect out of a sports game. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That's I think that's what's fun about it is we make video games. So let's embrace being a video game and do something that's like totally fantastic. Uh, not to mention... I forgot I, the the feature that I worked on, which is the one court. You get to actually like customize the court that you play on, and so you can put whatever art you want down, name it whatever you want, whatever text you want, and then like everybody who comes to play to challenge your court, they all see your court when you when you play on it with your rules or whatever. So, and to to add on personal note, as soon as you uh, told us about that feature when it finally got when it finally got publicized. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the first thing I said to you is, I don't know if I'm building Forbes or Archer first. And <laughs> so for, for those who are listening to the podcast who don't know, Forbes is Forbes Arena is Morehouse College's basketball gym. It is the uh, it is where Morehouse team actually plays. Archer is like the students' uh, arena, arena yeah, rec gym, center. rec center gym, yeah. where you uh, where where I didn't play, mu- I didn't hoop much in college. I, I really didn't because I'm not a I'm not a <laughs> I'm not per se a basketball guy. I love basketball. I love playing. I'm just I'm a football guy, and I I was always doing and I was heavily involved in the step team. So. A lot of the time I could have spent hooping, I was doing other stuff. But I know, like, you used to play a lot in Archer, and a lot of other people I know used to – it used to go down. Like, because yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you if you can imagine a school full of black males, of <laughs> right. course the basketball court's going to be lit. Like, <laughs> if nothing else. If nothing else, court. the basketball court's going to be lit. So yeah. I will say the first thing I did when I got this game – is I made, I took a pic, I went online, typed in Forbes Arena, pulled it up, and created it in the game, (laughs) and recreated it, it looks spot on, it's actually, it was a lot of fun, like, I had, I had a lot of fun customizing my court, so, and you can tell there, you can go, and I think you guys do a good job of this, is of, you can have, like, your standard gym, but you can also go completely wild. Like yes. you, the colors you can put these huge like the the court that y'all did for Joel Embiid is ridiculous. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a whole court picture of him. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to shout out to Mighty Canvas. They did some like really really cool art for us. Yeah, wow. and artwork is dope. Like even before you can get to the point where you can earn and buy more stuff, like the stuff that's just stock, you can you can have a lot of fun with. Yeah, I, it was actually, that was actually like one of the the big things I was uh, uh, pushing for was like, yes, we want there to be a, a progression, and yes, you have to play through the mode to earn stuff. But I wanted to make sure that you can make something really cool and really unique and something that you felt like was yours from the gate. And so, I, yeah, I had to make sure that there was like at least a little sprinkling of of everything, so you can be like, yo, this is a taste, and that literally is just a taste. I don't know if you. Um, it definitely sounds like you've been playing the game, which is dope. I appreciate that. Um, I don't know if you've played anything uh, recently, but we have this, uh, it's called the Canvas program, um, where every day you can come back and play these live events, um, which are basically like these uh, co-op events. You and five other people from the community will like all link up and play together, almost like a uh, an RPG, like boss boss fight. And <laughs> if, you guys, if you guys win then you get a reward and um, some of these rewards right now are uh, from actual street artists and contemporary artists that we um, reached out with and collaborated with to make art specifically for us. So you, um, I think the first one, uh, his name was Mad Steve. He did like a whole like full court graphic for us. He did a bunch of like logos for us. Um, and we got some more dudes like in the can waiting, waiting to be released uh, in these next few weeks. So anybody that's listening, if you got the game, make sure you check back uh, every every couple of days because there's definitely going to be some new stuff. So whatever whatever you see right now, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Yep. And I've been playing, like you said, I, I'm, I've definitely been playing, and I've been I'm super enjoying it. But I have not gotten into the live events as much. So tell me a little mm-hmm. bit about what the the live events functionality is. Uh, yeah. So like I said, like every day there's usually something something new to play, um, a different team. Uh, 
and it, it's you and the community playing against this CPU boss that that we create um, for us for a unique prize. Uh, this year we added the ability to unlock, like I said, new players and stuff for the court battles mode. So you can go in a live event and today's live event might reward you a new player. And then a couple hours later, there might be another event and it might earn you something for your court. And you come back an hour after that and there might be something that can earn you something for your player. And so it's kind of like just this uh, surprise and delight moment that like you don't necessarily know what you're getting into uh, beforehand, but whatever you get is gonna be something that will help either make your team better or make your player stand out on the court, or make your court itself stand out more. Very cool, very yeah. very cool. And um, so, kind of moving back to the one and your career kind of progression. Um, one thing that you guys had last year, and it's all it's in, it's in here, it's in FIFA, um, in it's the uh, facial input, the face scan, the face mm-hmm. scan. And yeah. so I was able to do that this year and I, for whatever reason, and I, and I don't even like dwell on this at all, but I told you like with the, when the iPhone X first dropped, I couldn't do it for whatever reason. The app did not like iPhone X. <laughs> <laughs> and so I could not put my face in 18, but with 19, I definitely did. That was a, literally the first thing I did to yeah. make sure that I could put my, my face in and, and of course style myself after AI. First off, <laughs> let me tell you how the the uh, was it the demo or is it the first game first part of the game where you play as AI Shaq and um oh yeah it's the very first game uh, is AI Shaq and Vince Carter yo that that was actually really fun to just yeah. <laughs> as the intro to the game that that was hella fun I will say right. that especially yeah, yeah once again me being all Philadelphia everything <laughs> anything that involves AI and then you guys have Joel and Beat of course on the cover. Yep, it was perfect for me. Yeah, Philly got Philly got a ton of love this year from us, and and I appreciate it. And especially since I feel like this Philly team, not to get too off topic, but to get, uh, I feel like this Philly team is a very charismatic team, and especially talking like the underdog, because we didn't end up getting LeBron, and he went to the team I probably hate the most in the league. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> Los Angeles stand up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I harbor. I had. I cried actual tears as a child. I wasn't even that much of a child. I cried actual tears when when uh, Kobe and Shaq beat the Sixers in the hey, finals. Man, at least y'all got that one highlight, man. <laughs> yes, when he stepped over to Ron Lou. Yes. Well, we got <laughs> to t- two things from that series. I remember is him stepping over to Ron Lou, which is amazing, and then two. We stopped y'all from being undefeated. So there is there are very few teams that go uh, uh, four games, four games, and five games. Yeah, the Sixers and the Lakers are no of two because the Sixers <laughs> when when we did it with Dr. J, it was he Dr. J called it four four four, and or he actually said fo fo fo. He called it from the first game, and then they went fo five fo. So. It was close. As long as y'all didn't beat us, we could. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wasn't a sweep. It wasn't a sweep. Y'all got that. Yeah. So, and then I remember the whole city was electric that night. Like, <laughs> I'll never forget that. But anyway, um, biases aside, <laughs> uh, Philly got a lot of love, and I feel like we're a charismatic team that led into this. Joel Embiid, I feel like is a perfect like 
character for the for the cover. Yeah. Um, was that it? Was that a, a, a in house choice or was that a fan choice? Uh, it was it was in house. Um, but like was it close? Day, we, we were we were looking at we were looking at a couple of guys, um, mm-hmm. but we were look, we were looking at people that um, kind of embodied like the future of the NBA versus like. Uh, I don't want to say stalwart, like you know what I'm saying, but not like people that have been in the league for like a, a ton of years. Not like vets, you know what I'm saying. We're looking for the, the next generation, mm-hmm. um, and so it's it's honestly it's really funny that uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo is on the cover of 2K because that's like that same sort of next generation of players that we were looking at, that we're looking at. Yeah, um, but yeah, that yeah, Joel Embiid was definitely a. Uh, a purpose, a purposeful choice, um, because of because of what he represents, and like you said, his his charisma and his personality. I also find it hilarious that there is a version of the two K cover with Ben Simmons, and I see that more than than uh, Giannis. <laughs> to be one hundred percent real with you, <laughs> but and then we all know, like Joel, as long as he stays healthy and Ben staying healthy, man, if those two just continue to do what they're doing. They're scary players. Super Philly's scary be, players. Philly's going to be straight, yeah. And I'm hoping Fultz comes around. Like, I mean, it'll be, it'll be, it'll really just depend on whether or not he can get out of his own head, in my yeah. opinion. Like, I feel like most of what's going on, other than, I mean, he was obviously injured, um, which which kind of started the whole thing. But the fact that his, like, free throws and his jumper was all, like, kind of crazy, I feel like that's more of a mental thing than a, than a physical thing. We know he can play. Yeah, I heard a stat... Uh, I think it was something I think it was Brett Brown said either tweeted or said in a press conference that uh Fultz has shot 150,000 uh jump shots this offseason. <laughs> <laughs> but how many has he made though? <laughs> Great question. Great question. If you do something wrong 149,000 times is it helping? <laughs> but we'll see. So, but back to the game. Uh, we digress. Uh Back to the game. Um, so you've talked about the positive feedback. Uh, have you guys heard anything kind of negative out there yet? Or is that something uh, you guys are trying to kind of uh, putting blinders on and still marching forward? Uh, so, I mean, like any like any launch, especially in 2018, there's uh, there's bugs. Uh, but we're committed to, to fixing to fixing those bugs and trying to make uh, 19 the best experience that it, it can be. Um, there's not really a whole lot I can talk about definitively mm-hmm. for like post ship, uh, but I guess just just know that we are continuing to support it. It's not a, it's definitely not a fire and forget type of situation where we just put it out there and move on to the next one. Um, we do we we do have some ideas cooking for what we want to do for 20, but we are definitely uh, committed to making sure that people that supported us in 19 feel like they're getting their their money's worth. Good and stuff. So, yeah, if, if if you got issues, you know what I'm saying, hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on Reddit, hit us up on um, our own uh, support forums or whatever. Let us know what's wrong with the game, and we, we'll do our best to, to make it right. So uh, one thing I've been seeing as uh, following you guys, like, on uh, Instagram um, especially. Um, there we go. I was trying to pull up your, your – your, uh, y'all's uh instagram account i see you guys working with a lot of different uh players and uh street handle street players as well as nba players uh with the motion capture stuff um 
how's that been? How's that been working with them? And how um, how are you guys feel like that is inter- integrating into the game really well? Um, so I can't really speak too much on like working with them on a on a personal level. Uh, I haven't really been able to uh, interact with them too much. I do work with a lot of guys that work uh, with the the Mocast team or whatever. Um, but from what I can from what I can see and from what I've heard. Uh, a lot of these guys, they're really excited, really passionate to to work in and be uh, a part of the game. You know, these are, like you said, this is something that um, people have been playing since they were kids. And so them getting the opportunity to then be in the game and having their uh, motions captured in the game, um, that's a that's a big a big deal for for a lot of these dudes. And they take it they take it seriously. Um, and I think that'll come out in the the quality of the, the capture. I was really excited to see, I, I'm pretty sure. Cause you, like you said, it's on Instagram, so I can talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really excited to see uh filet out there doing, doing his hang layups. Uh, I was really excited to see like uh, Marcellus Howard, um, getting his handle on and even some of the, the less basketball minded dudes, but just the, the influence, what we call influencers, like the, the spice Adams of the world mm-hmm. and the Brittany Elena's of the world. It's cool to see them like, either get get scanned or uh in spice's case he actually put the suit on um being goofy and you know them goofy ass animations is about to be in the game and I feel like be, <laughs> that's gonna be awesome to, to see him running around that's dope that's super dope yeah. <laughs> so uh aesthetically around the game there's a couple things that a lot of people comment on and that is uh one the clothing and sneakers and two yeah. the music so clothing and sneakers um, you feel like you guys have have picked a lot, and I remember you got you actually introduced me to to the guy that kind of that works with the sneakers and everything to go into the game, which mm-hmm. is super dope. And he was he was extremely passionate as well. Yeah. Um, do you guys feel like you you've picked a good lineup of of stuff that you can outfit your players with? Uh, I think so. Uh, like I said, we got a, a bunch of dudes that are connected to the culture. Our, uh, cre- I think that's who I introduced you to, the, our creative director, mm-hmm. uh, Ryan Santos. Yeah, he's a big um, sneakerhead. He's probably got more sneakers than anybody I know. <laughs> uh, Rock, Rock Supreme and Kith on a daily, you know what I'm saying, just walk in the office stunt on everybody for no reason. And so he's definitely involved in, in picking picking the stuff for, for the game, uh, what gets scanned, what gets processed, what gets put in or whatever. And then he, him and... Uh, another um, producer, uh, Reggie Sammy. He's like they're the, the two big guys weighing in on our soundtrack, and so um, real big hip hop heads. Uh, it's interesting though because it's not just like old school hip hop or like quote unquote like you know that that like real hip hop. They're like listening to like the new stuff too. You know what I'm saying? They're listening to Lil Pump just as much as they're listening to Lupe Fiasco, and so they have a really good ear for for music and picking what what will be hot versus what's already hot. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so once again, like NBA Live trying to be trendsetters instead of just followers. Yeah, man. I, I really enjoy the music in the game. Um mm-hmm. especially like I don't know if it's the, the title track but the the joint from Kendrick. Oh yeah. Um X, yeah. The Black Panther. I, honestly I was like real excited when the Black Panther thing dropped. <laughs> and I was really excited when um they told me that uh ATM off of KOD was mm-hmm. was, was gonna pop because I remember when uh, we were it was like getting towards the end of the cycle and I went to Santos and I was like hey you know uh, Cole got a new album about to drop and he was like yeah we saved some budget 
just in case something off that album like we want to pick and then like literally like the next weekend i came to him and i'm like yo i listened to the album like two or three times and there's a couple of them on there that's got like the right kind of bounce and atm was definitely one of the tracks that i, I brought to him and so the fact that they they made that happen like i was super excited when that happened super dope yeah man yeah. like i said it, they have a good ear and you can tell that because like i want just more music in it like yeah, just the, yeah. having that variety and playing for so long because because in sports games you you have this tendency where one sound isn't as like important as like a for instance like a Fortnite because mm-hmm. i know Fortnite does a whole lot of stuff where you can hear where the gunshots are coming from and mm-hmm. they pay a lot of detail if you can hear footsteps and um that's not as important when you're playing uh uh, uh, a live, a Madden, a FIFA, it's not right. as important. Yeah. But, and and so you have that ability to add that music in to give it that feeling. And yeah, yeah. and yeah, we, I, got instrumental, we got instrumentals playing while you're playing uh, yeah. basketball, which yeah. is an awesome detail. Like, because yeah. I, I ain't never heard of quiet court in America. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So so it 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 adds to it and it's super dope. I, I enjoy yeah. it a lot. So it's it sucks too because man, like it's 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 a lot like putting together putting together a video game soundtrack in my mind, like not having seen it in a couple of years, it's a lot like putting together like an album mm-hmm. in the sense that like we had even more so you've listened to the soundtrack. I'm sure you've got you got your, your favorites or whatever. There are a couple more tracks that were supposed to make the soundtrack that we had to cut in the eleventh hour just due to like licensing and contractual issues and stuff and mm-hmm. i'm like dang like this could have been even more lit than it was yeah man that's yeah. hey but still you guys did a did an awesome job even with those constraints so I that. I'm, I'm gonna pass that on <laughs> so uh is there anything we haven't touched on that you want to say about the game or you want to just give it a, a a nice little shout out plug um i don't know man we we worked really really hard uh i've been on the team for about four years now don't feel like it but um like i said we just got like a, a tight-knit group of uh, uh, guys and girls that are just like working to try and put out the best game possible and i really do feel like 19 is kind of just that culmination of all the work that we've been <clears> doing <throat> these last like three four years and so just go check us out man like we got a demo that you can play for free um you can go download that and just give it a honestly like all i want is just give it a try and if you like it then go cop it, you know what I'm saying? And and tell me tell me what you think. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. So I appreciate it, man. Um we're gonna take a quick break. Uh do you and, and hopefully you'll join us again and we'll cover a couple other tech and uh tech and music topics. For a little bit. I might stick stuff. for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. So we're gonna take a break real quick and then uh come right back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. After a quick break, hopefully you guys enjoyed talking with HR Paper Sacks. We're back again with him. Uh, well, good to good to have you in here. And so we're going to hit our music and our tech topics for the day. Um, give you guys a full episode because I know last episode it was really kind of like a few tech topics and the, the Emmy wrap up. And um, uh, I'm, I'm hit, also one quick thing. Uh, HR Paper Sex. Did you watch any of the Emmys? Um, you know what? I didn't, but I did see old boy uh, propose to his girl on the yeah. Emmys, and so I feel like he's probably like the biggest winner out of all of them. I don't know who. <laughs> I don't know what his name is or whatever, but I know that he had a really great night, and I'm pretty sure that they're gonna have a wonderful future. Yeah. And so shout out to that guy. Yeah, he did his thing. Uh, 
have you been watching? Did you see Teddy Perkins come through? I saw I saw a clip. I saw a quick clip of of Teddy Perkins out there. So just to to rehash this for a second, for 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 those of you who don't know, which I highly doubt if you're listening to this that you don't know, Teddy Perkins was a very 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 creepy character from an episode of the show Atlanta. And in the audience, he he was in the audience, and a lot of people first speculated that it was Childish Gambino, Donald Glover. <laughs> but then pictures came out. So then it was a picture of Teddy Perkins and Donald Glover. And then it was a picture of Lee. So everybody was like, oh, it's probably Keith Stainfield. And then a picture of Teddy Perkins and Keith Stainfield came out. And then I was like, <laughs> me being the nerdy guy that I am, I was like, oh, then it's probably Hero, uh, the director of a lot of Atlanta episodes. And it came out, there was a picture with all of them together with Teddy Perkins. So I'm like, yeah, they really got somebody in here. And I also feel like we were robbed of probably an awesome acceptance speech. Because if they would have won and Teddy Perkins was on stage, it was probably going to be the greatest moment in Emmy history. So. Right. Because <laughs> that, that was legit like one of the best episodes of, of any television show I've ever seen. Yeah, it was it was phenomenal. Like, it was crazy. That's what it, it worries me if they turn like... Just from knowing Childish Gambino's history with, like, if you guys have looked at his his videos from, I want to say, because of internet, back to camp, and maybe a little bit into the EP, there's a theory, a fan theory, that they're all interconnected, and there's a very creepy element to them. I want to see him turn loose on, like, a a, a, a horror movie, because I feel like it'll be insane. I want to see because if that actually turns out to be true, like just one time, I want one of these fan theories to be true. Like Jar Jar Binks is actually like a Jedi or a Sith Lord. <laughs> like I want one of those to just be true, man. That, that would be so far. Well, we kind of got a half of one with uh, uh, they confirmed that um, Stanley's character in all like he's he you know how he pops up in every Marvel, yeah. Uh, Marvel entity of whatever sorts. Um, he's actually playing a comic book character of Watchers. Huh. And so he's he kind of goes through time and he's watching the events. And they reference them if you watched. And I'm one of the few people who finished who's continuously watching Agents of Shield. But there's an Agents of Shield. There's a Watcher who intervenes in Agents of Shield. And so they're saying that Stanley is one of them. Interesting. So we got a half of one, but anyway. There you go. <laughs> so um, music as of late. Uh, there's a couple of things kind of buzzing around right now. Since I since the last episode, uh, Black's album is out, and I kind of talked about it. Um, I finally was able to listen to it, and just give me my impressions. It's good, but it blends together a lot, and I feel like that's a problem with with newer artists. Mm-hmm. Um, he's talented. I like him for the most part, but I just feel like all his stuff kind of kind of flows. Um, Do you feel like that's true just of this project or of him in general? Him in general, I want to say. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to him in general because I feel like his stuff is kind of it's not. Trapping Bee, which I would I got highly sick of, which was kind of like where August Alcini like was going, Bryson Tiller, Bryce and Tiller yeah. where it's like 
you guys really wanted to be hip hop artists, but you sing and aren't weren't really like street enough to do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, there. But so I, I, that's how I feel about the album. Um, I know you said you hadn't listened to it yet, no, but no, I just no. wanted to give before it was too late. I wanted to give my kind of reflections on it. There are definitely some tracks in there that I'm going to re-listen to, but um, any who's what's it? So, uh, just to, to get people familiar who who don't already know, so what have you been listening to lately? And we talked about it a little bit before. Um, I know you said you would listen to Queen, and um, uh, let's start there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I, feel your, like that's a good, I feel like this is a good place to start. What were your thoughts on Queen? Um. Definitely Nikki's best body of work thus far. Ooh, hot take. Top. Oh, it is. I didn't even realize that's a hot take. Yeah, these takes is cold. If that's a hot take, um, I feel like I feel like even even with that said though, it was still kind of just slightly above me for me. Um, she's definitely got some. She definitely got some some tracks. Uh, I really, actually, really, really, really like Barbie Dreams. I really like um, Good Form. I, I really like when with Nikki's being nasty, to be honest. But um, putting like a full project together, top to bottom, like I feel like that's still difficult for her compared to like a Drake or somebody else who's coming, or even like a old, like the old Wayne coming mm-hmm. out of that camp. Like, yeah, it's like what is what's missing from her to be able to put together like a full. Uh, project top to bottom, I don't know, but like I said, it's the best. It's a, it's her best one yet, so I I give her props for that. But that's about all you can really say about it. I I agree with you, and I now that I've had time to sit with the album, because um, I think I gave like uh, maybe my second or first or second episode of the season, we kind of talked about it a little bit, but I kind of feel like now that I've sat with it, that it's it's just it was a moment. Yeah. And I feel like antics afterwards, after the album release, have overshadowed the actual album. Huh. And I don't know if it's necessarily made people go out and search her music. Search for it. Probably, so, I would say probably not. So I, I appreciated M's verse on Majesty. Just because when... There's two different types of, of rappers that rap fast. There's ones that rap fast and just put a bunch of words together, which mm-hmm. is kind of like where I feel like Buster has gone to. And mm-hmm. I hate to say that about somebody who I think is probably a legend. Le- I'm say legend. You talk about legends now, bro. I don't know about that one. That's I, a hot take. Yeah. You want to talk hot takes? That's a hot take. <laughs> but, I, but M has the ability to put a fast verse together and actually have meaning to it and actually stay on the same topic. So that's why how I kind of felt about the Majesty verse, where it all kind of goes together. So I appreciated that. Yeah. Um, I kind of go. I gotta go back and listen to Good Form. I'm still a fan of Chun Li, believe it or not. Honestly, it's not. The, it's not that bad. But I guess it's also one of those things where it's like she she got like a really dope beat or whatever, mm-hmm. and she she rides that beat very well. Mm-hmm. But when you actually like break down like what she's talking about or what she's saying, like shit don't really make sense. At least in my <laughs> mind, like it's just kind of like, I don't want to say nonsense, but you know what I'm saying? Just kind of all over the place. It's to, for some people that's dope where he's just like, yo, they were snapping and they, it don't matter that they weren't saying anything. It sounded good. Uh, 
I feel like after a while, I get tired of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want you, yeah, snap, but like, snap and like, say something. Like, I feel like put it when you put something like that up against even um, Scorpion, which I don't necessarily think Scorpion is Drake's best work, mm-hmm. but you could put like both of those 2018 projects next to each other and be like, objectively, Scorpion is better than Queen. And it's like, at this at this point, like, why is it so easy? Other than just, like, Drake's probably just a better artist than, than Nicki Minaj. Why is it so easy to make that comparison? I feel like um, Nicki Minaj hasn't really evolved or progressed, I guess, as, a, as an artist the way that we think that she probably should have. Because we know she can rap. Mm-hmm. Like, she's, she, puts, she puts some dope bars together. It's just, like, I feel like, like you said, maybe she would... Um, be better served by doing some self-editing and just like not maybe not putting so much out and just whatever she does put out let that be super high quality and then like you said afterwards don't don't hit us with all the antics uh the whole like travis scott shit was kind of corny to me but yeah i mean i feel like a lot of it was kind of corny like the travis scott stuff the going in on uh now let me before i say this i am by no means a stand for safari but <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like I am by no means a a stand for him. But I feel like bringing him into it, there was no need to do that. Like you're addressing yeah. stuff. Like he's trying to do his own thing. Um, and then he caught, and then the only thing I was happy about with that is that Tiger caught a straight bullet. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it worked out for all of them. So. <laughs> Because um, I feel like I don't know for real, but is Tiger like hot now? Like Tiger's like he's Tiger has like not trash, right? That's that's the general consensus these days. Yeah, it is. I have you know, and as anybody who's listening to more than two episodes of this podcast, because I don't, I think I have to mention it every two episodes. Is I do not like this Negro, <laughs> um, and and it's just everything surrounding him I don't like. So the problem is he has a song. I hate when artists I dislike make songs that I like. Yeah. And the song he has out with Quavo right now is is dope. His verses are still trash, but the song is dope. That's literally how I feel about uh, that Kanye and Lil Pump. Like, I <laughs> after hearing Lil Pump Gucci Gang the first time, I was like, yo, like, who is this kid? Like, I'm never, <laughs> never going to give him any country. And then I love it because out, and I'm like, yo, this shit kind of goes down. <laughs> Yo, I had to accept that it that it goes. I had to just accept like I was like, no, I'm not listening to Kanye. And then I was like, but damn. I, I really want to know like how did they come up with this like the visuals for this joint? Like where everybody's just gonna dress up like giant Roblox characters. Like I'm uh, really trying to figure out like how did that come about? I don't know, but I, I love it. And yeah. I've seen I think it was like Yukon's mascot dressed up as one. Uh, there was a, a I, I followed this account on IG called Fifth Year, which is really just drunk white people doing crazy shit um, <laughs> at college. Um, and there, there's been multiple people who have just like it's been like at tailgates for for college football have been in those. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's just so fire, and I'm like, damn. And then, like, honestly, I've never, like, li- I've never really given too much credence to, like, uh, comments. But when I see something that outlandish, I like to just scroll through the comments. And the best comment, the, the most insightful comment was, 
yo, I, I didn't realize that the women were real until just now. And I went and rewatched that whole movie, that whole movie, the whole video. <laughs> that's all of two minutes long. And it was like, yo, they did the most dumb shit. And it had real women on the side, like looking like statues. And I'm like, yo, that was so fucking dope. Like, how did y'all come up with this, man? <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's, it's really crazy. So uh, that answers the question of, of of hot song for the moment, man. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. It, it, that's definitely it, right? Yeah, <laughs> and I think that's gonna ride. I don't know. Um, it's definitely gonna ride straight into homecoming. So it's gonna ride I, for like two more minutes, which is about how long the song is. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, and, and then on to the next one. But for right now, enjoy enjoy your moment, little pump. <laughs> what do you feel about uh, Kanye supposedly dropping an album in six days? Oh. I did see that on, on uh, the Twitter. It was either the Twitters or the Instagrams. I don't know. Um, to be honest, I actually didn't hate the last one. And so I'll probably listen. Hopefully my girl doesn't hear that because she's not a huge Kanye <laughs> fan right now. But I will at least I'll at least uh, check it out. I feel like. So I listened to the last one, the whole like um, I'm Bipolar or whatever. Well, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember the name of it. <laughs> Yay. Yay. I listened to Yay and... Uh, I don't know. Like I thought it was, I thought it was cool. I thought honestly, it was like you said, overshadowed by antics. I feel like had he not had that whole like TMZ situation pop off, mm-hmm. that people would probably give it a lot more of the respect that it deserves. Um, I felt like it was a very important album in terms of talking about mental mental health and um, uh, like mental mental disorders that um, generally the black community and definitely the hip hop community are not keen to touch on very often Mm -hmm. i felt like it could have it could have been a very important and very impactful album but because of all the other bullshit that happened around it like it pretty much just got pushed to the side and nobody really gave it the the time of day that it should have true hopefully this yacht what is it yandy i think that's what they yeah he's calling it um I, I hope I hope it's cool, and I also I also really dig the fact that the album cover looks like uh, the other one it looks like Yeezus, but just with like a, a blue sticker instead of a red sticker. Like, I don't know why, but I feel like that's kind of dope. <laughs> I just want to know what music is left over because uh, after listening to Charlemagne's podcast, Brilliant Idiots, where he talked about the album Ye's about Ye after it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, he was saying that when he was he had gone to, to, to Calabasas and listened to what he thought was the album ahead of time, he was like, yo, none of the tracks I heard were on Ye. Right. And, he, right. and like Ye was like a whole reaction to what was going on right now. Like everything he was talking about was like, yo, did, you recorded this the day before you released it. What What is going Pretty on much. here? Pretty much. I, I, don't know, I don't know if that's I feel like it's one of those things that it's not going to be until we look back on it 10, 20 years from now that we're going to be able to either appreciate it for its genius or say, like, yo, that was a really dumb uh, idea. But, yeah, I heard that, like, he was – it was, like, either the day before or the week before, something something ridiculous. And he was, like, literally making edits in the car, like, on the way to drop it off to mm-hmm. mastering, like – yeah, like maybe it was like the day before making like final edits and stuff, and it's like, yo, like I get it, you're like super meticulous and you want it to be exactly how you want it, but that also to me kind of speaks to maybe you're unsure of yourself and you don't know what's good and you don't, you know, what I'm saying like you, 
you're yeah. you're tweaking because you don't believe in it anymore. And so I'm hope I, I seriously hope that's not the case. I hope it's the former, but we'll see. Yeah, I agree. Um, he also made two two big statements about music about to or, or coming out. Uh, and this is just I didn't I didn't mean for this to turn into the yay hour, but hey, we might as well. That's, that's fine with that's fine with me. <laughs> but he also said Thrones two. He threw that out there. I think yeah. in a tweet, which I I, like I'm talking. At that I feel way. like he's just talking because I don't know if Jay <laughs> if Jay's about that because like, I think Jay's. Jay has stayed out of the antics to just be like, yo, I'm going to just let him cook. Right. So, we'll you see. You're going to get a 555 before you get a Thrones 2. Right. <laughs> you can get a on, on the run toward 3 before you get a Thrones 2. <laughs> um, and then he also said, which is more plausible when uh, Chance brought him out, is that he's actually going to finally make good-ass job. But it's going to be him and it's actually going to be Chance's album. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really. I don't really believe that too much either. Just because he's been talking about good ass jobs since graduation. So, <laughs> well, at good this ass. Point, I felt like that was just supposed to be like a really cool album title that continued off of the whole like college dropout late registration uh, motif. And so, at this point, I, I I could care. I could care less. Wow. Uh. Yes. <laughs> yes and no. Good ass job has become the thing of fable. Kind of like. Detox, like Doctor, not say like Detox, like Doctor Dre's album. And um, there's another one. Oh, the the damn CSR album, CRS, CRS album. Who that? Oh, oh, bro. Child Rebel yeah, my yeah. Bad, my, my fault, my fault, my fault. Killing my fault. me, bro. Don't take my card. Don't take my card. <laughs> I got it. I got myself together. There you go. But that was, <laughs> and that was supposed to be Kanye, Lupe, and Pharrell. Pharrell, yeah. So I don't know. We got one That's good. He, if we he, got one. If he so, we got that, two songs out of it. <laughs> let him let him come out on, on Instagram and say that, or let him come out on Instagram and just like post a picture of them three together, and like I'm here for that. <laughs> that would be fire. Right. <laughs> so, uh, Luke, it's worth mentioning. Lupe dropped the album on Friday, and yeah. it, we're recording on Sunday. This joint is like 19 or. Something tracks long. Like I was. 24, I think it's like twenty four tracks. Yeah, but I didn't know he released an album last year. So I'm I'm really slipping on Lupe, but I'll go back, give it a try. That's a lot of time, but I'm working from home this week, so I got some time <laughs> in my life. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, yeah. Have you listened to it at all? Nah, I, I, didn't literally, I literally got to track two, which is like pretty much track one because track one is like. The, the interlude of interludes um, <laughs> and it's it, it starts off in spanish and so it's like yo like i i get it that he's he's eclectic and wants to like be out there and do a bunch of like cool stuff and be artistic but and he also is uh, always been like that that quintessential conscious rapper right like i'm trying to have a message if your message is in a language that i can't understand like <laughs> what's the point that's true. That is 100% true. I really hope the rest of it is not like this. I really hope the rest of this album is like more I can understand him, not just because he got a koofy on don't mean that he bright type. type <laughs> <of it. laughs> That's 100%. And just looking through the track listing, I do see my girl on four tracks on here. So I'm excited about I, that. Yo, when I saw the track list, I'm like, yo, Paul has to be so hyped. Yo, Nikki Jean is on here four times. 
<laughs> and I'm super excited. I, I need to go change my Facebook profile picture to picture with her again yeah. real quick because that was awesome meeting her. She was the sweetest person. Her, literally her and Janelle Monet were the nicest people when I met them in person. Like, like I wish I honestly I wish I could have met Janelle Monet in person. She seemed that cool. She, cause she blew up right as you got to school, right? Uh, I thought it was like right after. I think right after, cause yeah. I think, cause my freshman year is when I met her in person, mm-hmm. because she was promoting the Android album, and was just hanging out at Spelman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was yeah. like, and if she wasn't as big, so nobody was like checking for her. And I was like, oh, I know who this is. So right. I went up and we just had a quick conversation because she used to go to Clark. Um, right, right, right. So it was just, like I said, she's a super dope person. Nikki Jean, I, I am excited about this album now for her. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll see where that goes. And I'll probably have a review next week or something. Um, all, we need now, all we need now is a return to Jimmy Stones, and <laughs> all will be right in the world. <laughs> Yo, I don't. He went to preaching. Wait, he had that fire freestyle, like Christian freestyle, a couple years ago. I want to say he did. And see that right there is like if a tree falls in the forest. <laughs> It's like, oh, he had that dope Christian freestyle. It's like, yo, what? What is? Who's listening to that? This is true. So, um, all right, I'm going to hit you with a couple rapid-fire music questions, and then we get out of here. And I'll probably chime in on a couple with with some updates, because I've kind of already answered these. So, some of these are going to be tough. Prepare yourself. Uh Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I'm already nervous. Of all time. Who is your favorite artist? Favorite artist of all time. Uh, can I can I have like different like can I have like different categories like why? Because like I feel like lyrically, uh, interestingly enough, I put Lupe Fiasco as the as the goat. Uh, I feel like like trials and tribulations. Lupe Fiasco is probably like the the best I've ever heard from like wordplay and like just bars on bars on bars and then connecting to like, oh yeah, I, this thing I said like five minutes ago, here's this thing that come, that calls back to it. Um, but then in terms of just like pure entertainment, I'd probably go, I'll probably go Kanye to be honest. That's not, college, that's, yeah, that's not a bad pick. <laughs> yeah. College, college dropout, college dropout got me through uh, a really, really tough summer. And so, yeah, shout out to, shout out to Kanye forever. Who is your uh, favorite artist of the moment? Uh, to be honest, probably like a probably like a Drake or, or somebody. He's super consistent. Like he's not. I don't know. I don't know if he's the best. I don't think he's the best lyrically, but like literally, mm-hmm. like everything he touches is is gonna be hot. Yeah. Somebody was saying. Somebody made mention of this that his run yeah. of just being. Every time he puts something out, it's something like it yep. hits and yeah. takes off. is is kind of amazing. Yeah. Um, what is? Your I will fa- say. I will say this. Hot hot take. I say mm-hmm. before before he's even died, he's definitely a legend. Definitely easy. Don't can, at me. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can I can agree with that somewhat. 
Somewhat. Somewhat. Yo, on to the on to the next one before I get hot. What is your your go to? I, I want to say favorite album of all time, but what is your go to album? It can be kind of either. Go to album. This is super hard for me too, just so you know, because like I'm a big mood person. Right. So like college dropout or late registration, I'll listen to when I feel a certain way. Uh, the uh, camp or because the internet or the EP, I'll listen to Ooh, when I feel. The internet is a good one. Dang. <laughs> I'll listen to when I'm feeling feeling another type of way. So right. it's hard because I'm I am more of that like whatever is whatever's hot I'm probably listening to more often. Mm-hmm. But if I was just like yo like digging in the crates and like no matter what I'm probably listening to it, it's probably like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy or the first food and liquor. That very good choices. Extremely yeah. good choices. Um favorite song of the moment and we may have actually answered this already. <laughs> Uh yeah, I I say I say I love it. Yeah, Kanye uh, <laughs> West and Lil Pump. That's that's probably my pick too for the current moment because it, it's just something I always come back to. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, what is one artist that you wish you listened to more? To be honest, like uh, Black, I feel like uh, he's got. He he's got a sound from what I heard similar to like a Bryson Tiller that I really like, um, but I just never really given him the time of day to to really like jump into his stuff the way I should. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess similarly like uh, Goldlink, I feel like they also have like a or he also has a sound that I wish I could I wish I've listened to more of so I can see if I really like it or not. But from what I have heard, I'm a fan. Very good picks. Uh, Gold Link, I will put out there. I just saw him at a One Music Fest in Atlanta, and his live performance is really good. He has a lot of songs that, that have a good feel to them, so mm-hmm. I can I can definitely appreciate some of that. He's he's definitely worth looking into and, and grabbing some of his stuff. Um, yeah. Touch on another couple a couple songs. I got uh, and uh, we'll keep going. Um, what artists do you put people on? What artist do you feel like is underappreciated and you're like, yo, you should go listen to <laughs> yo, this person? I was literally just thinking about this person and I was like, man, I hope I get to like throw them in somewhere. <laughs> and this is like the perfect answer for that. Fucking Dom Kennedy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I got, man. And honestly, like anytime I anytime I find out that people mess with Dom Kennedy, I'm like, yo, you're a real one. Because he's not he came out like, or at least, sorry, I was put on to him around the same time that I was put on to Kendrick Lamar. And one obviously like popped to like superstar status. And then one is just like hot in Cali, but like didn't really get that like mainstream notoriety. But in terms of quality and what they, let me not say in terms of quality, right? Cause, cause Kendrick's out there is like goat status in terms mm-hmm. of, of being a rapper. <laughs> but in terms of just like making quality music, like, to me, Dom's up there with with some definitely better than some of these dudes that's out here like mainstream right now. Like in terms of just like cool summertime music, like you know that this is when he drops it. When he drops a project, you know it's summertime. Like the the Yellow album. Oh my goodness, no, like yeah, <laughs> Dom Dom Kennedy definitely the one that I'm trying to put people on. And Dom, if you're listening, though, bro, I'm still trying to I'm still trying to get you on a soundtrack. I swear, every year I'm like, yo, 
Is there something from Don Kennedy's uh, <laughs> Kennedy discography that we can throw out here? But yeah, uh, <laughs> that's dope. And you put me on the Don Kennedy, so we can already <laughs> mission accomplished on on, on me. Uh, and uh, I will liken Dom Kennedy fans to impassionate in passion to Nipsey Hustle fans because yeah. I feel like they're both underappreciated artists that have these hardcore fan bases that yeah. really f with them and fuck with them heavy. So yeah. well, I appreciate. My boy tried to put me on to um, Victory Lap, and I told him I was going to listen to it, and I haven't listened to it, and so now. I'm listening to both Droga's Wave and Victory Lap. <laughs> um, just to throw, um, that was that was my rapid fire questions. Uh, just throwing a couple songs out there that I'm listening to right now, and, and you can throw some out there too to just kind of wrap up our music section. Um, I'm still on Smile. This damn Lou Duvall song is fucking hilarious, <laughs> and. It just it won't go away, and I don't want it to go away. I feel like it was the perfect like summer song, and it came out late in summer. Yeah. So, and, and then in Atlanta we get and and we get to live in the South. You get to live summer a little bit longer because summer they the South doesn't know how to do fall. Um, <laughs> it's like hot, and then it gets cold for like a couple weeks, and then it's back hot again. Um, so smile. I'm really enjoying this Lucid Dream song by Juice World. Like I never, I had to just accept that I like it. Hmm. Have you have you heard this joint? Nah. Go check it out. I think you'll enjoy it because the beat is so fire. I feel like it's it's a cutty feature away from being the number one song in the country. Huh. <laughs> but as it is, is a very very dope song. Um, Wake up in the sky. Which is the Gucci Man, Bruno Mars, and Kodak Black, wow. which just sounds weird to say. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna go ahead and call people out on this one, Young Noops, because if y'all haven't figured it out, I'm a Kappa. <laughs> I, I am a member of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. I want to talk to my Young Noops right now. Y'all are y'all are slacking. Uh-oh. If 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 I was in in school and this song came out, there would be three strolls. And two twirling videos up online right now, because <laughs> just to just the song is fire, bruh. Like it, it is perfect for shimmying too. It is perfect, and it's go, it's gonna be everywhere. So I just had to put a couple people, and I actually like this Hefe song, which is Ti and Meek Mill. Interesting. You still not saying the song that I'm expecting you to say, but okay. I, I I'm, I'm here song. For it, are you talking about the the Gambino songs or? I am talking about the Gambino song. Feels like oh. summer. That's that's my joint right now. I I actually heavily endorsed this song earlier on a, on another show. Okay, okay. <laughs> but the fact that I'm super late, I got you. I'm it's all good. Next. It's all good. So, a hundred percent, they're both summertime magic and feels like summer are my joints. Um, I'm still mad I haven't made it to a concert yet. The tour is almost right, over. He didn't go. No, he didn't go nowhere. Like no shit. No shade. To, no shade to Charlie. Whatever. But outside of like Atlanta, like he didn't. He didn't touch Florida at all. Yeah. And so it's like, yo, like not Tampa, not Miami, not Orlando. Like, bro, like, like you ain't got no fans <laughs> in the state of Florida. <laughs> that, that sounds like that sounds like a mistake. And if you come out and be like, this is my last tour, 
And it's like, okay, bro, this better be your last tour. It's Childish Gambino, and you better come out the next year and be like, hey, I'm making new music under the moniker Donald, Donald Glover. Or you know. did he did he say this was his last tour? I didn't think he said that. I know he said I, the next album was going to be his last album. I feel well. So I read. I read that he said that. How have I actually heard an audio clip of him saying that? No, but I read okay. that he said that. Okay, because the other thing I was waiting on. When they announced that Atlanta was going to be, I, I try to not go to the first tour date in a tour because a lot of times you need to let things settle and settle in and you get used to them. But the album wasn't out. And I was so I was expecting them him to drop the album and then have the tour. So I expected it like the last week, of August, preferably August 28th. But it didn't happen. And that's why I was like, why am I going to go to a tour when I've been to every one of your tours? sent back to to camp which is the one that we went to um why would i go to one where i've seen literally everything because i saw him when he performed with a Chappelle in a um madison not madison square garden radio city music hall Mm, uh so i'm like am i am i gonna see am i gonna pay this much to see three new songs because that's what's happened in between then (laughs) This wow. is America and then the summertime pack. So yeah. we'll see. Um, there's still a possibility. There's a Nashville date I'm looking at that I might just cop tickets because it's a, it's a four hour drive or a half an hour flight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, any any songs recently she listening to that I'm that I'm missing? Oh, new music. We'll call this the new music new music minute. <laughs> yeah, I wish I wish I was more I wish I was more up on it. Uh, Nah, not like not honestly, not really. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of uh, NBA Live soundtrack, so if you, <laughs> you want to go check that out. Um, and to be honest, so I guess one thing that I did listen to recently, uh, and this is probably like a, a, a maybe a bigger topic for maybe another day, but that MGK response to Eminem. Oh, uh, yeah. I think I think that, old boy uh, did devil. go in. Rap devil, old yeah. boy definitely did go in. And so, uh, no, we be interested to see do, what happens you, from after the the response from uh, M again. I'll be interested to see if uh, I'll be interested to see if he uh, claps back a second time. What did, did you um, listen to? Killshot? I did not listen to Killshot. I have not listened to Kamikaze because I've been slacking on my pimping. But you be working, bro. It's all good. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate somebody saying that because that is <laughs> that is definitely the truth. Very cool. All right. Um, I would actually be very interested to hear your what you thought about Killshot afterwards after you take a listen to it. Bet. <laughs> well, maybe I had to come back and be on the show again. Hey, and, uh, you're always welcome. Um, <laughs> as far as uh, tech news this week, we really didn't have much. Um, so I, I think we can like I didn't find any real stories. There's a, there's the one story that's really big on the verge right now is um, uh, Nintendo let a terminally can- terminal cancer patient play okay. an early release of Super Smash Brothers Ult- Ultimate. What? Yeah. That's so sad. that was I think really cool. Um, I'm yeah, excited. Nintendo. Yeah. I, I I contemplate buying a Switch every day. 
not for not for three hundred though. That's not my that's my only issue. And, and honestly, I don't know what it is with the industry right now. But like, I feel like we're getting. So I hey, let me just say this right now. Full disclaimer: I don't have any like insider information, so I don't know when the next joint is dropping. I'm just saying, as a person who's been in the industry for a while, I feel like the next in, the next iteration is around the corner. And for the next iteration to be around the corner for PS4 Pros and um, uh, Switches to be $400 and $300 respectively still is kind of ridiculous to me. I feel like a regular PlayStation should probably be $199 right now. And hopefully I'm, I'm, I'm right by the time the holidays hit, we'll hit another price drop or something. And a switch should probably be right around that two fifty price point. Yeah, and like, I Just, mean, they're out here killing the game. So you know, what I'm saying as long as people buying it, the price is gonna stay high. So I get it. That's true. That's that's hundred percent true. Because like, they 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 got in a good groove with Zelda. Um, they got in a good groove with how they did uh, Mario Kart, and now yep. Smash Brothers looks nuts. <laughs> and I think they would they would win out if they dropped the price of the switch and then released smash brothers at the same time because then everybody going buy smash brothers and then buy a switch to buy to to play smash brothers because then didn't i hear that like the new super smash is supposed to have like literally every character that's ever been in smash is supposed to be like in this one it it pretty much is because they did the 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 release like they did the character video Mm -hmm. and it's like 10 minutes long like shit is <laughs> this shit is forever like they have them them stupid climbers from the first one like they have everybody bro <laughs> so like they need to throw they need to throw Embiid in there fuck it like <laughs> right, I'm about to say that it's, it's almost it's almost as good as the new NBA live game that's <laughs> they're missing a couple they're missing a couple key characters yeah man so um quick quick Quick, uh, since I didn't really get it, like I said, I did a, a solo dolo episode last week. Um, what do you think about the the uh, the new iPhones? Ooh, uh, that's a good that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so I was I was uh, trying to watch the keynote. Kept getting pulled into meetings all day, so I didn't actually <laughs> get to watch the keynote live because I was at work. Uh, come home, I'm watching the keynote, and I'm like, dang, this iPhone X or XS. And uh, 10s Max, like yo, like that's this is literally what I've been hoping they was gonna they was gonna release because I was following up on all the leaks. Cool, we in there. The XR XR looks dope. I'm like, cool. I'm probably copping one of these. Then they hit me with these price tags, and I'm like, <laughs> Apple, y'all let me down. <laughs> I cannot justify spending a thousand dollars on what is essentially an iPhone 8 at this point, an iPhone 8s. Right with a nice screen, like I'm sorry, it's the same. It's literally iterate, iterative in terms of the internals. Yeah, it's faster. At this point, you need to be orders of magnitude faster to see any sort of like real world performance difference. And so they're just saying it's faster just to be faster. The battery life isn't that much better. the The screen on the on the 10s Max is cool, and so maybe that has a justification justification for being. But the like 9.99. Eleven hundred dollars for these phones, like it is to me, is is ridiculous. And I think that uh, it's another situation where Apple's just do Apple is charging this premium because they can and because people are buying it. Um, I still do think that iPhone is probably the best phone available right now, and so it's kind of hard for me to be like, oh well, you know, saying this is gonna bite them because um, they do still have the the best product. But bro, that price tag that's the that's the one. Negative, I see about these phones right now. 
is the price tag. I can agree with that. Um, I think I've just bit the bullet. Like my my one of my homeboys bought he he just got his X S his ten S, mm-hmm. and he's enjoying it. But he's also an Android convert, gotcha. so. He, so um, he's still on that honeymoon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's he's converted over, um, and he's enjoying it. He's just getting used to the normal motions. Like he, you have to get used to how you navigate around right. iOS versus Android. And so he's in there. I'm probably going to end up getting the XS. Um, mm-hmm. I've bit the bullet. Like I I went ahead and did the lease phone plan. Yeah. So it's just an extra like what is it forty bucks on my bill every month. Right, and I, I've just accepted that that's in perpetuity. Like that's forever. And you know what? That's that's not even that's not even a, a bad way to look at it. And I feel like that's probably the reason why they're able to charge as much as they do is because people. Probably, I, and I don't know the numbers, but I would guess that uh, a large number of people don't actually just buy the phone outright. They either do the iPhone upgrade program where they're mm-hmm. making monthly payments, or they're buying it through their carrier. On like you said, like a lease or um, a similar payment plan. So it feel they're only feeling fifty dollars a month, which is you know if you look at back before when they still had contracts, it's pretty much what they were paying in anyway. Yeah, and so with that, I, I feel like instead of having to juggle upgrades between me and my parents, because my parents don't want to upgrade every year, but I do. Mm-hmm. And instead of juggling upgrades between the lines and playing games of like what month can I uh, upgrade. Now I just know every I think October I can just walk into the store. Hey, let me get that new phone. Trade it and, in, yeah. yeah, trade it in and walk away. <laughs> so I've I've kind of accepted that, and I didn't expect that much from this 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 upgrade though because it, it's an S release. Like right. they really, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's the it's the half step, right? It's it's the same design with new and in, new internals. It's like just like the old last year's model more refined and so i give i give you that uh but i don't know there's still i was hoping honestly i was hoping for uh face id to improve um they did though a little bit like i i I, there you go in ios 12 okay (laughs) (laughs) a little bit and so the the thing is is like every year that they've had like a a big feature or or a big uh improvement they've always demonstrated it on stage right when Mm -hmm. um Touch ID got super fast. They demoed it on stage. When they introduced Face ID, they demoed it on stage. This year, all they said was Face ID got faster. They didn't show it. They didn't demo it. And so I feel like Face ID getting faster is like, yeah, technically it's faster, but it's still slow. True, 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 true. I feel like the I'm more excited about the iOS 12 updates and iWatch updates than I am about yeah. The phone, yeah. to tell you the truth. The Apple, the Apple Watch Series 4 looks dope. And like you said, iOS 12, I'm running it on my iPhone 8 right now, and 8 Plus. And yeah, that that was a game changer. And so shout out to Apple for for not giving up on people with that already support them. That is actually really cool of them. And the the coolest things, what, what, what do you enjoy most about iOS 12 so far? Um, honestly, it's just a, an extra layer of polish. Everything is um, still super snappy. Uh, to me, like group notifications is actually really cool. The screen time feature, uh, I actually just got the first like 
weekly recap. Yeah, so like, this I... is what your this is what your week looked like, and I can see like, okay, this is how much I was using my phone. These are the days I use it the most. Uh, these are the number of notifications I get. This is the apps I get the notifications from, and just trying to like kind of help uh, bring you some like life. I don't even say work life balance, but like device life balance. So I'm not <laughs> like a slave to the phone anymore. I, yeah, to yep. me that, that's the coolest part. There's not like a real big standout feature. I don't have. Like you said, I don't have a 10, I don't have a 10S, I don't have emoji, I don't have emoji or whatever, all the like fun stuff. But for the most part, I got what mo- I've got what most of the hot shit is. Yeah, okay. So I do have a a, a 10. <laughs> this 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 emoji and emoji shit is fun <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> and I don't know how long it's going to be like impactful, but for right now, yo, I'm having mad fun with it. They also yeah. basically integrated like Snapchat filters into the camera, and I, it's not going to be something I use a lot. But every once in a while, it's going to be pretty cool to throw that stuff in there. Yeah. Um. I think the two biggest things that impact my life the most, Apple has finally seceded that Apple Maps sucks, and huh. it's never going to be as good as Google Maps. Mm-hmm. And basically, what they did was add in. When you click on an address and in CarPlay, you can use Google Maps now. Oh, really? Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. I did not know that. So, like, instead of, like, having to copy an address into Google Maps, you just click the address and it says open in Google Maps. And it's the biggest advantage for me because, I mean, it it saves me, what, three clicks? But at the same time, it just makes it such a better experience. Right. And I'm sure everybody that's listening to this that has an Android phone is like laughing their ass off right now because they're like, "Yo, this is this is a feature from like, like the people who know <laughs> But for somebody who's not in that ecosystem, it is really cool. Also, the um, integration with the password uh, password management apps, so that now on any website and any app that I'm on. I, it says like log in into your username and password. I get a link on the top of the keyboard that says passwords. I can click it and go into LastPass and use LastPass to uh, fill out my my passwords without having to like manually switch between between apps. I thought that was really cool. And see, I'm I'm late to the game on LastPass. I actually don't use it, but I might start using it now because these passwords are out of control. Like you just do have you, to. Do you use any password uh, apps? No. And that's Yo. why somebody could you probably take hit, my bro. life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somebody could, could rip through my entire life, unfortunately, at the moment. So let me work on that tonight <laughs> and fix everybody, that. Everybody that's listening, if you don't have two-factor authentication <laughs> set up, if you don't know what that is, please go Google it. And then after you Google it, please go enable that on every account that you can because social engineering and hacking out here is, is real. And people will take your passwords and it might not like take your whole identity, but it will fuck your day up. Yeah. So just... Oh yeah. Like if you've ever dealt with, yo, if you've ever dealt with just one of your credit cards getting getting stolen, right? It's the most infuriating shit in the world, and you never know if you're gonna get that money back. Imagine that if somebody has access to your banking app or to anything else. Yeah. So that's the lesson of this episode. Hey, fuck it, we found one. <laughs> we kind of backwards <laughs> stumbled into this shit. That so use LastPass, use one of these password management apps, so you can have these complex as fuck passwords that nobody's going to be able to figure right. out, and you can get that in there. So and go download iOS 12, so you can use Google Maps just by clicking on a link. Bow bow. 
<laughs> Boom. There you go. <laughs> All problems solved. So, um, uh, my brother, I want to have you back to talk about a couple things we already talked about. I want to continue to talk with you about the video game world at some point. I want to have you come back, talk about, because you're one of the people I know who has completely cut the cord. So we'll come mm. back. So at some point, I want you to come back and talk about that and Definitely. your experience. Because you've been, you've, you've cut the cord for a while now. Like Some have years, you, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I want you to come back and talk about that. And I just love having you back on the show, bro. So <laughs> Yeah, it was a ton of fun, man. I yeah. appreciate you having me. So I will keep you. Anytime. Keep you uh, abreast of what's going up, going on in the virtual dopeness world, and you're always welcome back. If you even stumble across a topic that you just say, "Yo, I need to talk to some people about this," <laughs> let me know. <laughs> Studio's open, so thank you, man. I appreciate it. If you uh, did, you want to give any uh, shout outs or links or anything to to go pick up or follow you on social media, any of those types of things, you don't have to. But uh, um, obviously, go pick up NBA Live 19 for the Xbox One or the PS4. Hit me up on social media at underscore HR Paperstacks. Uh, hit me up on PS4 uh, uh, Swerve underscore Gotti, and uh, we'll play a game sometimes. Uh, and yeah, man, just like you know, hit me up. Let me know what you think. For real, like when I say hit me up, like you can use <laughs> those links that I just told you. Send me a message or whatever and tell me, yo, this was dope. This was trash. What was dope about it? What was trash about it? And, and we're going to make it happen. Definitely. Appreciate it, man. I, I never give out my gamer tag. It's Dramatic Ace 3. And it's uh, D-R-A-M-A-T-I-K. <laughs> you know I can't spell. God damn it. I'm not even drinking this episode. <laughs> Dramatic, but it ends with a K and then Ace, A-C-E, and then the number three. He'll probably be playing Call of Duty, and when he's not playing Call of Duty, he's playing NBA Live because it's dope. I haven't even I haven't even gone into looking at for the the Call of Duty yet because the Black Ops Four. Yeah, Black Ops Four. Is it yeah, out? We got, not yet, not yet. We're gonna okay. talk about that another on a future episode. Oh yeah, we definitely will. So, and it, as long as we don't get you fired, because it's definitely not an EA I'm not title. Say, I'm about to say I'm not gonna say I'm not necessarily gonna say good things about it. I'm not gonna say bad things about it. We're just gonna come back and talk about it. That's there you go. There you go. I like it. All right, man. I really appreciate you. You're always welcome. And as I say every week, ladies and gentlemen, be virtual and live dope. Peace.